Hey everyone, this is Jimmy Conrad, your favorite former U.S. Men's National Team player and the host of the Call It What You Want podcast. And I'm here to tell you that Viore is a versatile clothing brand that speaks my language. It's inspired from the coastal California lifestyle, just like me. Its products stand the test of time, just like me. And also just like me, it endeavors to inspire others to live vibrant, healthy lives. Viore gear is designed to look great in everyday life while also being perfect for any workout activity. I'm currently rocking the men's Sunday performance jogger And don't let the name deceive you. You can wear these babies any day of the week and in any situation. I'm talking going to the office, running errands, the gym, whatever your heart desires, because Viore is an investment in your happiness. For our listeners, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So get yourself some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash sports. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash sports. Not only will you receive 20% off your first purchase, but enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns. Again, go to viore.com sports and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yo, 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 all things covered. Listeners and viewers, we have another amazing show with you today. One of my favorite DBs I had the opportunity to watch and play aside, you know, in, in my career, Richard Sherman, a part of the epic 2011 draft class out of Stanford. Yes. Has a whopping 37 career interceptions. 37. A 2010 All-Decade member, a Super Bowl champion, and a member of the Legion of Boom, the co-founder of the Glacier Boys and the foot, uh, Fan Control Football League. And also, he's a, now part of the NFL on Amazon broadcast team and a host of the Richard Sherman podcast show. No other than my guy, no Richie Rich. What's up, baby? <laughs> what up, Pat, man? I appreciate y'all boys having me on, man. I've been a big fan of the show. Man, it's a privilege to have you on. No on question. Show, finally. And to jump right into it, me and Mac, we had a conversation on our last episode. We kind of, I kind of gave a little insight on the first half of our relationship in the league. <laughs> <laughs> and then I also um, talked a little bit about the second half of our relationship and uh, of our career. Can you uh, fill the listeners in on that a little bit more? Well, I, I'll never forget our first day we met at the, at the combine. You know, yeah. we, we was all in the same group, me, you, Demarcus Van Dyke, um, Prince. It was Buster, yeah, Prince. Uh, mm-hmm. Buster Screen was in there. Like it was a, it was a bunch of good dudes in there. But it, I just remember us, the the scout from the Raiders. I'll never forget this. Came mm-hmm. down and yelled at us, and he was like, "Whoever runs the fastest, we picking with our first pick." And <laughs> not knowing the first pick is in the third round, so you wasn't right. it anyway. <laughs> but but I'm sitting, sitting there thinking to myself, "Well, ain't gonna be me." <laughs> y'all, boys, y'all boys was rolling that day boy y'all i think three of y'all ran for two yep. you buster uh demarcus uh and i, I ran my casual four five and was like you know <laughs> let's, let's hope i get in 
Um, but I just remember us chopping it up throughout the, the process and getting to know everybody and, and getting to know you going back and forth um, from from the uh, weigh-ins to the to when we had to do the, the bench to when we had to do the workouts, man. It was really cool to get to know you and get to know everybody. And then we get into our career and then you out there, boom, on the scene, taking <laughs> taking every punt back to the crib, not letting nobody tackle you, pro ball, and I get my start and get, get me a few grabs. And uh, and then we start really getting into it the second year when, when we really start getting nasty and everybody, we bust <laughs> on the scene and Revis is already on the scene, but he didn't really want to let us get on the scene like we wanted right. to. Um, but, I mean, it's just been, you really pushed me, man, and, and, and early on, man. And I felt like I've always, you know, had a ton of respect and admired you. Really from that day, we met um, at Combine. You know, mm-hmm. and we had those conversations. I, I always respected and admired the athlete, the the how you prepare, the technique. And then I always want to tell you, you always switch up at the line. I'll be like, man, Pat, which one are you playing? You a step <laughs> one time, you a soft shoe one time, you a hop out one time. I'm like, Pat, what are we doing? And then be strapping. I'll be right. like, man, I wish I could run 4-2 and do all this. I got to be straight tech, like <laughs> buttoned up. <laughs> but, um... But it really, it really, you really set the the bar for me and the barometer to of where to chase. So I'm constantly like, I go play the game and then go, what Pat do today? Yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, okay, yeah, all right, all right, work. Get, get to work. That's dope. That's dope. <laughs> and, and I appreciated that, bro. I, I really did, man, because it, it you need that, you need that. You know what I mean? And, and it can't just be anybody. It can't just be some some slouch. It got to be somebody, somebody up there to to chase. Right. You know, to 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 to. to to challenge you to, and man, I, I I just remember when when I used to go to Larry's game, his softball game, and we used to yeah. chop it up. That's when things got better. <laughs> that's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's when things got better for us. <laughs> yeah. uh, because I, I think we both realized we just competitive as hell, and right. we want the same thing, and we just yeah. happen to be in different places. Well, for both of you guys, question for both of you guys, uh, talking about the early part of your relationship. Uh, what do you think actually fueled the back and forth? What is it the media always asking? Because you guys were with such a high standard when it comes to the cornerback position. They was always trying to compare and contrast. Or was it the division rivalry, you know, Cardinals, Seahawks? Or was it the potential money that was on the table? You know what I mean? Because both of you guys was going in a direction where you was going to reset the cornerback market. But mm-hmm. for both, what do you think actually fueled the back and forth? I think all of the above. <laughs> right, right. Right. I think all of the above, and and like Sherm said, and I, and I told you just when we talked about this, um, when we had our conversation, like like he said, we pushed each other, and it was just the competitive edge that both of us had that you know we wanted to we wanted to find a way to get the best out of each other, and like Sherm said, I appreciate I appreciated that as well because not only you know him being playing the same position I'm playing, but I I got to see him twice a year. You know what I mean? And like when we anytime we play Seattle, like you said, I'm I'm trying to watch what Sherm's doing. Like I'm on, I'm not I'm not even sitting down. I'm watching, I'm on the sideline, seeing what techniques he's using, seeing how I can be, you know, be better with my eyes. Cause you know, I was a guy, I never really played with my eyes. I was always in the receiver's face. Right. So I always wanted to find out, you know, how like what he's seeing, you know, how 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 deep is his 
is uh, how, how far is he from the receiver, from the line of scrimmage? Because you had a very good nap at that, especially, you know, that seven yards off reading route combinations mm. and things like, like that. And um, those are things that, you know, I wanted to, you know, implement in my game as well. But all of the above, to be honest with you. <laughs> that's that's 100 percent true. Like it, it, it wasn't naturally like 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 me and me and Reeves beef is different. <laughs> we had a real that's legitimate. <laughs> um, not not anything like 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 fisticuffs or nothing. Right. Just just like unnecessary banter, you know. Right. But me and me and Pats was just two guys who from the same draft class that's constantly compared in the same division. You yep. know, both on an all decade team, both on the same trajectory. Who who believe rightfully so that they're the best player at the position. And it's like, right. what would you expect him to say? You know yeah, what I mean? Right. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, oh no, he's better than me. Like, you better not say that. Like, right. the last day. <laughs> <laughs> And and he was doing it, it so dynamically, you know, and, and he had like 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 people always say this. They're like, man, you're not a man corner because you're not four dude. I said, nobody, there's no true like man zone corner no more. There's nobody that plays straight man, there's nobody that plays straight zone, but there are different styles. Like I can't no play how he plays because I'm not running photo. So I don't, I don't, I don't have the the leeway to to like, exactly. hey, I'm gonna try this out. Hey, and if they get me, I'm gonna catch it. Sherm, a lot of people who don't know the game don't understand that. Right, like, right. Is one of one. He can do things that if you run four, 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 five, you can't do. You can't do. You're no not question. coming back from that. No, no, <laughs> no. So you got to be sound at the line of scrimmage, and that's one thing I always emphasize. Pat, even going back to high school, bro, your speed will always put you in positions to dominate. But when you get more technical and add that to what you already been blessed with, oh, the sky's the limit. Right, right. And 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 now, now you 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 way more technical. You know, as, as right. you get older, you you take it. It looks. Like it's bang, 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 bang. It's methodical. No um, question. But but that was a, a big thing. And it was like like Pat said, we got to see each other. So I got to sit there. We play Arizona. Like, ah, what is he doing? Like, damn, he giving them boys hell. <laughs> like he used to strap. <laughs> and it, it, it used to be like, man, it, it it's like the rivalry and the, the the competition within the competition within the yes. game. And you're like, man, I got to go over there and perform. Or you know, this is the game they watching. They're gonna be like, this is why he nicer than you. Because right. when when he showed up on exactly. your, your stadium, he outplayed your ass. Yeah. Hey, that's how I was too. Anytime we played, see, I was like, man, that motherfucker better not get no pick. <laughs> I mean, I gotta get one. <laughs> but look, I, I'll say this. I'll say this. The, the, the guys y'all put out at quarterback sometimes did not give you a chance to win. It was some like, dog years. It was some rough years. And, and and they were still, the defense was good enough over there that they were still finding a way to win, win those right. games. And I was like, man, y'all winning with these. And, and Bruce, Bruce still running the same plays in Tampa <laughs> that he was running in Arizona, running them straight bombs, them concepts right. with three receivers getting that funky bunch. And you like, mm -hmm. can't press nobody. Right. It's like, yeah. okay. Um, <laughs> but man, it was so fun. And it brought out the best. And like, 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 I don't know, like I tell people about getting drafted in the fifth round, I don't know how it would have went without a rival, without somebody to, like, push you, you know what I mean? Like, right. like it's just like you sitting there and people tell you you're good, you're really good, and ain't nobody else really doing it, and you're like, yeah, all right, well, they I must be the guy. Then I get comfortable, then I get right. full, and now I fall off quick. No question. But right. when you got somebody every year, you're like, Damn, all right. Like, ain't no slouch. You better not slouch because he's he going to make it very unanimous. Yeah. Right. <laughs> hey, hey, Sherm, you, you mentioned something earlier when you said the, 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 the back and forth between you and Pat was different than the back and forth between you and Darrell Revis. Can you elaborate a little bit on that for our listeners and viewers that might not know exactly the, the, the extent of that back and forth that you had with Darrell Revis? 
Well, I, I don't think me and Pat ever had anything personal. You know yeah, what I mean? Boy. Like it was always the game. You know what I mean? No we question. competing, we competing, we see each other. It's all love. It's all man. How you been? How's your family? How's and with 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 Revis, I think I don't know if he ever looked at me as like a peer. You know what I mean? I think he mm-hmm. like like a little like I was a little kid, like a little, little annoying ass kid. And mm-hmm. so when I did the 2012, like who's the best corner, you know, me and mm-hmm. Revis, and I really did that for Bleach Report. They 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 were like, hey, this would be a pretty funny gag. Like, walk out and, and ask people who's the best corner in the game. And I was like, okay. So I walked around Super Bowl, did it, it ended up being pretty funny, going viral. And it, it wasn't nothing like bad said about nobody, yeah. you know, it's just people laughing. Most of the people don't even know who I am. And it was good, good deal. And, and so he got really frustrated, I guess, and went on Twitter. I was on a plane on a flight and I landed and my phone was just blowing up. And I'm like, damn, what the hell happened? Like, mm. well, did I do something? Did I did I did, did I accidentally tweet something that I wasn't supposed to tweet? Like, did something? <laughs> and I see it's just him. He he went on like a rant about like, like, I keep your name, keep my name out your mouth. You ain't never on my level. And then, you know, I don't respond well to that. <laughs> I don't respond well to, to, to that kind, especially at that point. You know what I mean? I had eight picks that year. I'm all pro. Like yeah. you ain't about to talk to me just any kind of way. Like I'm just <laughs> a slouch. Right. And so I, 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 you know, I looked up the stats to make sure I was I was where I was supposed to be and what yeah. I was with all I was saying, and and I said what I said. And I'm like, bro, you know what I mean? Like you acting like I'm not nice. You you acting like what you do is it, not. It's nice. You know what I mean? You nice and you strapped. But I'm nice and I strap too. You know what I mean? Right, you, about to see, you sitting here acting like you strap and I'm just a bum. And I'm not right, about right. to let you talk to me like that. And so so as as time went, there was never like a, a mutual respect there. You know what I mean? I got a ton of respect for his game and what he's put on tape and what he's put, but it's it's not matched. Mm-hmm. And so so that's always been our gripe. Like, hey, bro, like you not you're not really holding me in the same standard as what my play does. You know what I mean? Like right. if I, I'm not asking you to like, hey, be like, I just want you to be like, hey, respect, respect. Cool. Just like me and Pat, it's a ton of respect there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's a rivalry because we both want to be at the same place, but it's not any kind of like, like Pat, Pat sucks. Like, ain't no nothing like that. Cause it, that'd be dumb. That'd be ridiculous to say, you know what I mean? He's too good of a player. He's, he put it on tape. And so I, I, that's where our, our rivalry is stemmed from. And then in 2019, when we were in the NFC championship and Devontae did that inside release fade and, and <laughs> that boy, that boy tricked the hell out of me. Cause I damn sure thought he was stuck coming down for that curl. Mm-hmm. Um, and and he caught that. And then uh, Revis is, is on Twitter again, back at it. Like, oh, so like, it, it hey, was still on his mind, going back to 2012. It, it was still on his mind. Yeah. And I'm like, that's why I'm like, we, we just won the NFC Championship. And, bro, like, you, you can't do nothing but hate. I've given up 300 yards on the season in my ninth yeah. year, like, off in Achilles. Like, right. <laughs> God, you got to stop hating at some point, bro. And right. so, you know, I went back at him. You know what I mean? Because it's yeah. like, bro, like, when is enough enough? We grown now. We ain't kids. Like, right. and it ain't like, I, oh, I'm talking about you. I'm saying something about you. I'm playing ball. I ain't worried about you. I ain't, you know, ain't said nothing bad about you. And so at that point, it's just like, all right, bro, like, you're going to make me say something and point some things out that people might not understand about the game. It ain't, it may not be as buttoned up as you think it is. You know, people, mm-hmm. people, all these people think it's like, hey, if you play man to man, like, that's all you play. Like, no, it's not all anybody plays because ain't no teams playing that because ain't no backers. Like it takes everybody to play man to man all day. Yeah, like yeah. your backers got to be man to man. Yo, yo, your nickels better be nice. Your safeties better be nice. Like, mm-hmm. and if all of them ain't nice, you can't play man to man all day. Right. Like, and so that's why nobody plays it all the time. I think no Patriots might play it like the most, and they have like fifty percent, you know, forty eight percent, something like that. Yeah. And they they be doing all kind of nonsense, and I don't know how they doing it, but they right. they good at it. 
Well, speaking of uh, another relationship that came a long way, you and Tom Brady, you famously (laughs) chose you mad, bro, after after beating the Patriots in 2012. But what did it mean for you to have him recruit you to be a part of the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers last year? That that was cool, man. What what was crazy is is like not too far after the you mad, bro, game. Maybe the next year, uh, we had ran into each other and exchanged numbers, and we had been texted back and forth from like. Then on, you know, and, and, and so at that point, it wasn't really a rivalry no more. You know what I mean? He's actually a super nice, you know him, Pat, you know, super yep. nice guy, super competitive, you know, just a, a good dude. So um, it coming full circle like that was really cool, you know, to, to get to share the locker room with him, be a teammate with him, compete with him, um, try to win ball games, just get to know him as a human being and get to know, you know, sometimes you, you meet people and you're like, man, that dude, <laughs> like, I wish I wouldn't have met him, you know, right. I, I would have just kept my thought process and my, my vision of him how it was but with him man he's 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 as advertised man he's a good human being he's competitive he you know one of those give the shirt off his back kind yeah. of dudes at least that's what he seemed like to me you know he had yeah. no reason to be fake with me we both grown yeah. um and he and he studies hard as shit i'm like after 22 years you ain't bored watching film you know what i mean like that's the part where i'm like like you you, you know what i mean the routine and the the the, the consistent you know it, it's the the hamster wheel. Like you, you got to find a way to keep it fresh and keep it yeah, nice, right. keep it new. And he's just still locked in, like he's a rookie and yeah. sitting there. Like as soon as you get on the plane, bam, got his watching his tape, writing his notes, and you're like, he disrespect. That, that's why. <laughs> that's why he is who he is. And I've heard the same thing about Tom being such a team oriented guy. And you guys know this. Most quarterbacks, especially when they hit that status, they kind of isolate themselves yeah. from the guys. They don't become one of the guys. They kind of do everything as an individual. So with that being said, you also in Seattle, you play with a guy in Russell, who I believe will go into the Hall of Fame, won a championship. What would be the difference, uh, the, the difference in the two quarterbacks? You know, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson. What would you say be what's the biggest difference, uh, uh different trait or skill set both guys have? Well, they got different styles of game. You know, Tom ain't moving outside that pocket yeah. at all, <laughs> in the least. That boy, he might, he might not even move to the tackle box outside the tackle <laughs> box. Um, and Russell's uh, is taking more shots, and 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 most of his big plays are big plays. You know, he's taking shots. He's not really taking the intermediate. Um, he's not taking what they give him most of the time. That's where he struggles at times. Is when you know they the defense is not taking away the bomb, and it, they're giving you everything in front of you, and you're not taking what's in front of you. And Tom is the opposite. Tom is taking whatever you give him from it for as long as it takes to win this game. Like he'll take five yards mm. 20 times down the field, all the way, touchdown. Like I'm not worried about it. It'll be a 20 play drive. We could do 10, 20 play drives, and I'm good with it. He's not rushing, he's not getting impatient. And that was one of the crazy things about the Super Bowl. It's like, like we had him, you know, what I mean, strapped, and um, one of our starters got hurt, but it's like we had him strapped, and then he got. He just got super patient. He's like, I'm not, I'm not forcing nothing. I'm not giving y'all a chance at the ball. If I don't see him open, I'm putting it in the ground or I'm checking it down. I'm not put, giving y'all a chance to catch this football. And mm-hmm. he didn't. He threw a pick in the first drive and really didn't give us much of a chance throughout the rest of the game. And it's that kind of patience that makes him great because it's no like, you, you, what you gonna do with him? You know what I mean? You can't bait him. You can't you you can't get him in a situation where you're uncomfortable. We are hitting him in the face, and he's getting back up, wipe the blood off his lip. Find it back up again. You know what I mean? A dude like that, that it won't get rattled by hitting. He won't like, it's like, what do you do with him? And that's why he's consistently won. And I think Russell has been great. This, this opportunity in Denver will give him a chance to submit everything you're talking about. Mm. It's, it's like, Hey, is he who he thinks he is? You know, is he who the world thinks he is? Because if he goes to Denver and wins and that freaking 
gauntlet of a division. Yeah. It is. Solidify. Give him his jacket. Now, if he does not, then it's a whole different conversation. You know Mm. what I mean? Then it it gets to become. What do you you mean, Sherman, when you say win? You mean win a championship or get to that level? What do you mean when you say win to submit who he is as a player? quarterback but you, you, if they, if, i don't think they brought him over there to, to do anything less you know no what question. i mean like if, I if they get put out in the first round like you're not gonna consider that is that a success for that team you know no. what i mean with everything they did to get him right i don't know you know mm-hmm. that's up to other people but but i think they brought him over there to win championship and i think in that division going through that division and winning a championship in that division would prove beyond a reasonable doubt beyond a shadow of doubt that that he is an elite great all-time quarterback because mm. you got to go through the Chargers who are charged up on defense and every at every level no um, on offense, tons of playmakers every yeah. level. Kansas City proven championship contender every year. And then the Raiders just got Devontae. And yeah, people who haven't played Devontae, he's can a say whatever they want about Devontae. He's <laughs> a people that play Devontae gonna speak to speak the gospel and, and say oh, yeah. he's an issue, very much no an issue. No doubt yeah. about it. And so then Denver has 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 three really good receivers, but I don't know if any of them. I think one of maybe one of them has gone over a thousand yards, you know. Mm-hmm. And the old line has never played with Russell Wilson, so it's like that's a that's something that, an adjustment because he's not the like he's not Tom. He's not sitting in the pocket that you create. He may be outside the tackle box within two steps, you know. Hey, I feel pressure here. Bomb! I'm going out here and I'm creating more time. And so it it takes a second to get adjusted to that. So it's going to take a second for that team. And that old line and the coordinators to get adjusted to what he's doing. And if they catch on fast and he goes and wins. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree yeah. with you. 100%. Only time will tell. It's going to be fun, though. That that, that, that AFC West is like the, the, the group of death. Right. You're going to earn it. You're going to earn it. You come it's out just, of that division. It's just it. like that time when we was, um, you know, in, with the uh, in our division, the, the NFC West, from that 2012 to about 15. 15. If you came out the West, you pretty you much won the championship. <laughs> And um, you ha- you also had the privilege to play with three of my favorite coaches, Coach Rapone, Coach Rock, and Todd Bowles. Yeah. I talk about those guys all the time. But can you give the fans uh, from another perspective, because I talk about them enough, can you let the fans know how those men are? Bro, bro, it, it's three it's three totally different human beings, first off. Right. Three totally different, <laughs> like, approaches to the game. Rapone is like, like an old-school godfather. Like, right. <laughs> just, but with so much knowledge of the game, so much breath and such a great way of explaining things and, and making sure guys totally understand the concepts. He's not trying to overwhelm nobody. He's not trying to speak down to nobody. He's doing a great job of teaching. He's like the one of the best teachers that I've, I've been around. And I've been around Chris Richard, who's, who's who in my mind is, is the best. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he does a great job with the safeties and then just making sure guys mental is is great you know yes. that's that's where i think coaches get lost sometimes you never check on guys coach pone's like hey hey you know he'd be talking to jordan or antoine he's like hey how are you guys doing you guys all right your girlfriends all right you know just in a casual yeah. way but he's like really checking on y'all right and rock is a cool motivator he is funny man yes, <laughs> yeah, indeed. in that room week every day hey did, did he size you up for your jacket <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Hey, hey, he talked to them dudes every day about it, though, to the point where you're like, hey, Rock, you ain't got to say it today. <laughs> like, look, y'all boys practicing like this. Y'all ain't going to never get where he at. Right. Y'all ain't never going to be like, damn, bro, I'm, I'm on the team. I'm with them today. <laughs> uh, but, man, a great coach and a great friend. I still talk to Rock now, man, because he's such a cool dude, man. He kept, yeah, man. He kept everything solid. 
talk the hell out of it, make sure guys understand. And then he holds you accountable, hold oh, dudes yeah. accountable when they're not holding the standard. Like, mm. oh, y'all think it's sweet. Y'all think because y'all won a Super Bowl last year that, oh, that's going to win y'all these games. And right. it's not. Right. And I think that that's why he's great for that room. And Todd is just cool all the time. Like, hey, whatever y'all trying to do, we going to do. Like, yep. let's <laughs> the hell out of him. Look, this guy's terrible. He's going to get him here. All we got to do is attack this guy. This guy has no strength, no anchor. You see it right here. We're going to go through him. <laughs> like, well, TB, that's pretty matter of fact. So I think yeah. feel pretty confident going in here that we, you know what I mean? The only game we did that that we did not is we went to the Jets game. And, and, and AO line wasn't great. But they was some of them nasty, like, like you remember Sweezy for us? Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, were you just like, like, just a gritty grind it out, do the mm-hmm. extras after the play. They had an old line full of them. Yeah. And boy, in that first half of that game, they was giving our D-line up business. And it was because they 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 were like, hey, we better than them. You know, we we yeah. more talented, but they just don't give a damn. Like right. they they doing everything they can to get y'all boys blocked and do the extras. And by the time y'all realize it, it's too late. Mm-hmm. And we were, that's the, that's the game Antonio did all that craziness. But we were down like 14. Yeah. Right. We were down like 14 in that game. Second half, we, y'all came back and, and took over. Right. Which was yeah. crazy because if they had just, they were running the ball down our throat. And if they had just kept running the ball, it was no way that we were going to come back. But some, yeah. suddenly they just were like, we're going to throw the ball every play. Like, yeah. all right. Hey, cool. hey sure. <laughs> How surprised were you when AB did what he did, though? Speaking of that ball game. That surprises everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> like, take, take us through your mindset, you know, being the player that you, you are at that time. And of course, understanding what was that? Because you guys, you had an ugly first half. Yeah. Like, bro, ugly first half. Bro, you have no idea. This is a, That was one of the craziest games I've ever been a part of because we had two starting DBs that were on, we were, they were on the COVID list. They got put on the COVID list on Monday. Yeah. But at that point, it was only five days. Them boys couldn't come back until the day of the game. Wow. Oh, wow. They flew in the day of the game and was on the freeway, stuck in traffic when we finished warm-ups. Oh. We go to kickoff. Them boys had just put their pants on and shoulder pads and running out to the field. No warm-up, no nothing. And wow. went had to start that ball game. Wow. wow I didn't I know said, that. I said, I ain't never seen nothing like this. Wow. Like, could you imagine, Pat? No, right. Also, All right, also, you don't have you don't have a full week of preparation, and you don't get a chance to warm up. You get straight out of the Uber, right off the plane, off to the, the plane Uber, in, in the traffic. Uber or wherever, and forget let's go your play routine. Ball. Forget your the oh, yeah. routine that you've been doing all year to get your mind right and get ready to strap and get your music uh, playing and right. ain't none of that. Who were the two players? Can That's you name them for us? I'd, I'd rather not because I don't want to okay. put them out there. You yeah, know, they ain't on the show, but <clears throat> but they're DBs. Got you. And that's the hardest position to come off oh, the plane. What, no warm-up? <laughs> no warm-up, no nothing. Man, them glutes, man. Them, well, they ain't warm-up. Man, so everything starts tightening hey, up. Suffice <laughs> it to say, one of them pulled their hamstring, the other one like, oh, yeah. was strained something. But, and then, so so the game starting off crazy. Mm. So we we like, these Jets, you know what I mean? I love Salah. Salah was my DC. Yeah. He's with us in Seattle, so he's the head coach. I feel... Happy for him, he got a head coach job, but we losing the game and we trying to fight for the number one seed. And I'm like, there's no way we losing this game to the Jets right now. Like how? Right. And then we like on defense trying to figure out how to how to get them stopped. And you hear a little bit of stuff from the offense. You like, AB had just cooked somebody <clears throat> on like a curl, like found a blind spot, sold the go route, set it down on him. You know what I mean? Yep. The young boy. 
And it was like, okay, AB, you feeling good today? Mm-hmm. We getting it together, and you just hear him calling AB, AB, AB. Right. And he's sitting on the bench. Like, damn. Damn, he must have rolled his ankle. So we still doing adjustments. We still yeah. going over adjustments. And defense go back on the field. Bomb, we get a stop. We come back. And they're like, AB, AB. Like, and then I see Bruce sitting there talking to him. And you know, Bruce don't, he get fired up, but he ain't mm-hmm. <clears throat> just cussing nobody out on yeah, game. Right. And he started start getting kind of fired up sitting right next to AB. I'm like, man, what the hell is going on right here? Right. <laughs> but it's like, okay, whatever. I'm, I got other stuff to worry about. No question. We go back, watching, coaching up our DBs, like, hey, we should do this. And you look up on the Jumbotron, and you see the video of him, like, take, taking his shirt off and doing that, and you're like, yeah. What the heck? Really but, <laughs> but, it, but it had already happened. It had. This was just a replay of it. Oh, oh they, they showed a replay oh. like it was a, a touchdown. Bro, they showed the replay like three times. Wow. <laughs> and by that time, he was already gone. We were like, bro, we down 14. These boys had came late. We... This boy just and all the rest of our receivers were injured. Yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> you 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 remember young Cyril from oh, LSU, yeah. he, but yeah, Cyril yeah. didn't play football. He ran track. Right. So Cyril ended up being the savior of the game, freshly <laughs> off the practice squad. <clears throat> game winning tug. They ran cover two. Um, Tom found him in a, in, in a hole. Safety under under tried to undercut it. Tug game. Right. And it was like, well, Tom, you you got. You got something else going on with how you kind of maneuver in these games. Like, even the Rams game in the playoffs. Oh, yeah, like, that was – yeah, yeah. When he like had no, none of his receivers. Yeah. He had, he Evans. Had, right. That's what hurt us with A.B. is because the game he was supposed to come back from the suspension, Mike Mike Evans got hurt. Godwin tore his ACL. That game. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then all we had was A.B. And he was coming back fresh off of suspension and injury. Yeah. And I think he had 15 targets the first game he came back. Yeah, against Carolina. Yeah. It was Carolina. And the Jets was the second game he came back. Yep. Mm. Man. Man. Hey, that was wild. But I, 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 and that's my opinion, if you guys were healthy at the receiver standpoint, I think you guys get to the championship. I, I agree. I mean, we yeah. still almost got there with still. these boys, you know, Bowles, that boy called zero against Cooper Cup <laughs> oh, and, yeah. and them boys last play. And they got Cooper in the slot. And, and not even they just got him in the slot. They was hurried up. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they was hurrying up. So the nickel hadn't even got the call. So they ran a zero oh, blitz without two people that blitzing. Oh, oh that's like, tough. It, it's impossible. Oh, oh. <laughs> you, nobody is... going to get home if you don't got two people that blitz, that's supposed to blitz and they're not blitzing. And they didn't blitz. So they, you didn't yeah. cover Cooper Cup and you didn't blitz? Oh, yeah. Disaster. Ooh, that's a disaster all day. No question. <laughs> hey, Sherm, so I, I, the most recent – healthy back and forth you know with Jalen Ramsey about the post about the best corners to start the career you know you talked about it you brought Pat P's name to the equation as well yeah, my bad Pat for bringing you in there <laughs> nah, you good, good hey, hey Pat, Pat said you showed him some tribute though he said he's, you showed right, him right I showed him love no question but how would you evaluate the state of the position right now and who is the is the leading the charge for the next generation of cornerbacks to do it well, I mean, it, it, it's got to be – it got to start with him. No question. Know, clearly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, Lattimore out in, at New Orleans has been solid for a very long time oh and consistent yep. and strapping. Um, Gilmore got a defensive MVP, so you always got to throw him in there. Mm-hmm. Um, big play Slate is always in the mix, you know what I mean, depending on what he want to do. He's probably – he's one of the most talented, like true, pure, talented yeah. corners um, still in the game. Zay Howard – 
and J.C. Jackson taking the ball away at a at a high level at a high clip. Yeah, very I think, high clip. I think J.C. got seventeen in the last two years. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Zay- sure, he got J.C. <laughs> got twenty nine in four years, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Right. Right. Crazy. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just. It's just ridiculous. So I, I think it's in a good spot, man. It's in a good place. Um, I think there, you know, AJ Terrell, you cannot say, speak yeah. his name, you know, with the yeah. season he just had in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, and I know we missing somebody, you know, everybody feels so disrespectful. So you you can you. throw in, you know, you got Trey, Trey White with Trey Buffalo. White, play Trey, yeah. Coming off an ACL, Jair Alexander, who's one of my yep. favorites. Off the injury. Yeah, off the injury with the Packers. Mm-hmm. Um. Man, yeah, I'm a big AJ Terrell fan, though. And I can tell you this much, and we talked about this last week on our episode with me and Pat P. This year for AJ Terrell, if he gets through the gauntlet of wide receivers that he has coming up this year and ball stamp out. Him. Stamp him. You got to stamp him. You got to stamp him. Stamp I mean, Pat P, he got Jamar Chase. He got Mike Evans twice. Twice. got DJ Moore twice. Yep. Might get a healthy Michael Thomas twice. Yep. And and I think the he got Cooper Cup. Cooper uh, Cup. He, he got it was man, like it was like 10, it was like 10 receivers. 10 big name receivers. Yeah. I like feel like that was like our was it 13 or 12 when we had a gauntlet? We had to deal with Calvin. We had A B. A D. you had in the 12. Who else they had out there during that time? Was, I gotta I gotta Steve go back Smith and probably could have been in that. Senior, yo, senior definitely was in it with oh, yeah, himself. Sure. I was just on his He's podcast. Like, hey, you didn't have to do us like that. You was all extra. Like, we were just covering you. <laughs> Julio, uh, AJ Julio. Green. Yeah, I think that was thir- that had to be thirteen or fourteen because we had yeah. Julio, AJ, Calvin, freaking, and then I, I mean, Crab was was when he when he when he was on. Oh yeah, could could, could do that it. Was tough. Yeah. Um, Anquan. Anquan. Man, so many. Well, I had Larry. You didn't have to deal with Larry. Right. Yeah, Larry. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, so many. There's so many of them. Remember Brandon Lloyd? Matt. Pat, Bro. What I said, Matt. Pat talks about Brandon Lloyd all the time, sure. Bro, Brandon Lloyd and Stevie Johnson. Stevie Johnson. Yeah. Bro. Bro. Yeah. What I said, Matt. Hey, hey, Sherm, I gave a comparison. Most people don't understand. Those two guys were, were special. They were they unicorns. Had, they, they were they had an unorthodox style of running routes, mm-hmm. but it worked for them. And this, I say, Justin Jefferson is a combination of Brandon Lloyd and Stevie Johnson right now. Yes. Yeah, but way faster. But yeah, faster, yes, faster, sure. but faster because both guys were were not speed. You didn't you respect their speed, but it wasn't like okay, man, if he get a step on me, it might be lights out. You know what I mean? Right. But but Brandon Lloyd, the way he controlled his body. His catch Man. radius, how he catch everything. And Stevie Johnson, the way he can create separation at the beginning of the route or at the end of the route. Bro, Stevie Johnson gave me the longest day of my life in <laughs> Toronto. We played Buffalo and we beat the hell out of him. We beat him yeah. like by like 40. Yeah. But when I pack, when I tell you it was the longest day of my life, you you ever been up by 30 and feel like you're losing? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, hey, sure, I'm out there playing that corner, man. It, it's what it's, it's the game within the game. Hey, it's hey, a lonely world out there, baby. It's lonely. <laughs> that boy got me in the slot in the red zone. And yeah. he ended up just running like a, a seven cut, you know, which sh- should have been expected. But he had yeah, been right. giving me so, so much BS the whole game that I'm yeah. not even thinking like normal, like regular football, where it's like, hey, not an athlete outside. You in a slot, it's going to be a seven cut or a seam, you know. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking, boy, it could be anything. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
this boy cooked me twice in the route. At that point, I just gave up. I was talking to Fitzpatrick because Fitzpatrick was the quarterback, and he worked with me on Amazon. Yeah. And he was like, on the, in the game, he's like, when he broke you, I start laughing. And I just tossed it up. I said, yeah. Wow. I wasn't laughing. I said, this is right. going to be tough on film tomorrow. Yeah. Hey, that's, hey, that's dope because I can tell you this much. We all playing the cornerback position. You all have a few plays that you never forget. Oh yeah, we like, all man, been there. No question. <laughs> right. They're like, man, I hope, I hope, I hope people ain't talking about that. Right. Yeah. But that's why people be like, who's one of the best receivers that you like? Nobody talks about. I was like, Stevie Johnson didn't have a career that he could have. But just if I needed somebody to get open on a play, and we had he a certain amount of time, he ain't know how to do it. Hey, I'm, I'm taking him third and five. No question. Give me right. Stevie Johnson. I got, I, I got him getting open. Yeah. Yep. And Sherm, with the with the Pro Football Hall of Fame um, coming up, you know, we obviously we know it's all going to be in Canton. Do you do you ever think of a, think of that moment now that you? I don't know if you were fully retired yet, but do you ever think of that moment when uh when it approaches? Uh, I, I try not to, you know what I mean, because I just you know I feel I feel like we deserve it, you know I feel like you know it's going to happen, but I don't want to assume and be disappointed because right. that'd be a heavy disappointment. You know what right. I mean? Right. That'd be a hurtful disappointment. That's how I am too. <laughs> so so it's one of those things you just like, you know, hopefully it happens. You know, we did, a, I, I think we did enough during our playing days. You know, obviously made the all decade team. We we're the best in the time we played. Yeah. Um, and that's really all you can do. You know, I think. My, 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 my next question, what, what do you think will be the threshold now? Because, you know, guys who's in the Hall of Fame now, they got like 50, 50 plus interceptions. Do you think the threshold is going to have to change? Because obviously Darrell, I believe Darrell will be in the Hall of Fame one day, but he only has 29 picks right. in his career. Do you think the, I guess, the the criteria is going to change over the year? Over yeah, the year? I mean, it, 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 it's got to. I mean, like, like Jalen Ramsey was talking about that in the Hall of Fame and all that, but he got 15 interceptions mm -hmm. on a career. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I hear you, but but 15 interceptions on a career ain't, ain't really, it, it, it don't seem like it should stack up with the rest of the hall of famers. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so, but, but his, everything else does, right? you know, and, and the numbers just aren't getting like Dion got 53, Charles got 65. Yeah. Like <laughs> you got like dumb numbers. Um, But, <laughs> but I think Revis is going is obviously clearly going to go in, but it's going to change the threshold because he's going to be the first one that got in under 30, you know? Right. And and so after that, it's just like when who was it, Terrell Davis or somebody got in without 10,000 yards? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 10,000 rushing yards. And they were like, that changed it. You know, that changed yeah. it because it used to be running backs had to have 10,000. Even Cliff Branch, who just got in, that only have 8,000 receiving yards. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. And it, it's like, it, it's because it's changing, you know. But th those guys played in a time where they, they could have made those stats. You know what I mean? That's, right. that's a little different. This is the time where, I mean, I, I can't think of nobody getting close to 50 interceptions at this point. I mean, right. yeah. it, 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 quarterbacks is too precise. Are they throwing it away? They, if they don't see a receiver wide open or they don't see him open, they don't think he has a chance, they're not concussed. They're not out there, like, sleepwalking through the game like some of them right. quarterbacks might have been back <laughs> in the day when the rules wasn't. I mean, I'm just serious. Right. Yeah, yeah. no <laughs> like, doubt. They out there seeing three and still letting the ball go. It's like, right. <laughs> 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 I'm saying, man, give me a couple of them games. You know, I'm trying to hear you. They can't touch them. They can't touch their feet. No question. Right. Hey, sir, we know you got a lot going on, you know, off the field rela uh, related, you know, with Amazon, you know, you got a lot going on and we applaud you and, 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 and keep it going. But you have yet to state that you have retired. 
from the game. So I'm gonna give you a hypothetical, right? You're gonna bring me on and put me on the spot like that. I huh? just wanna get because you haven't said, but sure, you hadn't say I'm officially done with the game of football. I uh, you looking at you look like you're still in pretty good shape. You know what I mean? Let's say throughout the year, a playoff caliber team, you know, need some DB services. They what about Richard Sherman? Would you entertain that call, that phone call? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I'm gonna call the wife first. You know. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Okay. Call, call the wife and discuss whatever. Hey, so uh, you know, that's one of the ones you look down. Hey, so uh, he didn't call today, and uh, they was wondering if I come for a couple weeks. And uh, you know, you know, you know that thing I used to do. You know what I mean? Every around this time every year, yeah, they want me to go do that real quick. Uh-huh. <laughs> You ain't about to come back in this house all sore and beat up and have me try to take care of you. And if you go out there, you're gonna be taking care of yourself. Ah. Ah. So that means she put the put the decision on you. She's gonna put the decision on me. But yeah, it, and it how would really, you handle that decision? It, it, if it's a playoff caliber team, let's say it's a team that you know getting to the tournament. If they get you know into the tournament, the what, what time of the year is it? <laughs> you know let's, what I mean? say let's say it's early December. I might take that ride. Yeah. I might take that ride. Um, because shit, I mean, <clears throat> at this point, that's all it's about, you know? Yeah. yeah. Getting back to that game, shit I do. It, it ain't nothing like losing that moment, though. Oh, man, yeah, I got that tip. And, and speaking of that, your legacy started immediately with the instant success you had. But how much did your life change in the span of about 15 minutes on January 19, 2014, <laughs> with what they call the immaculate deflection and how and everything that transpired post-game as well? Take us through that moment. Well, I mean, it was crazy. You know, first off, I'm sure Pat know about me and Crab Beef. That was mm-hmm. legitimate as well. You know, that, that started at Larry game and it was just unnecessary. You know, but but sorry right. for a different day. Yeah. Um, but uh first off, that that ended our smoke for the for the time being. And then it was it ended it me and Harbaugh had some 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 stuff that went way back, way back into time as well that that kind of mm-hmm. got quelled at that point. Um but it was crazy, man. It was it was a whirlwind of a next like five years, mm. really. Because I no mean, it, I went from like a hundred thousand followers to two million and some change, and you know, people saying every bad thing about you, every good thing about you, you know, telling you you're terrible, you're good, you're an angel, you're the devil, like right. at the same day. And then you're trying to get ready for a Super Bowl, mm. you know. And then you got to sit there and in one of the biggest media spectacles um, of all sports. Um, at the Super Bowl and answer every question in the world about it. Then your teammates got to answer questions about it. And then, you know, so it, it, it was crazy. It was cool because a tremendous amount is life changing, you know, life changing yeah. um, from terms of like celebrity and fame and, and all that. But it's also, you know, it's two sides to that coin. You know, it's not like I just got there like the easy way I got, I got there with a, 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 a wagon full of supporters Mm. And a wagon just as big of haters, people that hate mm. the hell out of me. Like, yeah. It ain't nobody in between. It ain't nobody like, I don't know how I feel about it. No. Right. They're like, no, that dude sucks. I hate him. Or, man, right. I love that dude. It ain't right. no in the middle. So, you know, it, as long as it don't affect my kids and my family, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm built to take all that. But it was crazy. Yeah. Go down. Go down. So, sure, we're going to jump into our superlative part of uh, yes, sir. the show. We're going to have a couple quick questions for you. We give call it two-minute drill, Sherman. We call it two-minute yeah, two drill. drill. They, need a t- they need a touchdown to score, to beat us. Can't <laughs> give them a touchdown. Stay on top. And we're going to start <laughs> off with this one. We both acknowledge Calvin Johnson as probably the best receiver that we faced. What was the toughest part of covering him? It's like covering a horse. <laughs> like, you, you can ride a horse, but have you ever tried to stop him from doing something? Right. He ain't gonna be able to do that. He wants to do it. He's gonna try to do it. 
Yeah. And so I think it was the combination of all the, the, the strengths that he had. Like, like I didn't watch everybody guard because I don't respect everybody. You know what I mean? I'm not watching somebody guard him that he cooking. And I'm like, like, that's how you going to do me. Nah, I ain't. Right. But I watch you guard him. I'm going to watch Revis guard him. I'm going to watch. Right. And, and like y'all had success. But then I saw like, like, oh, damn, he, he must be legit. Like, <laughs> it looks like every play. They, like, it's like watching Julio. I only watch right. certain people guard him, but then once you watch them guard him and see you like, hey, all right now, let me get my let me get it together this week because this is full. Yeah. But he ran anytime he runs a go route, there are three things you got to worry about. You got to worry about how fast he is, mm-hmm. how tall he is, and how high he can jump. Yeah, like, right. and so you you can you can I can get on top, I can stack him and, and control him, but then I still got to worry about him getting to a, a height that I cannot get to. Like, yeah. I still got a 42-inch vertical at 6'6". Six, six. Like, and so it was, bro, I was working with, with some of our bigger receivers at ways to kind of try to lean on them, like get that arm down quick yeah. so he can't get elevate. Um, Then it's like on slants and stuff, he's like guarding a tight end because you can't just right. get around his body to, to bat it down. Like, he's too, he's too big. So you either got to beat him to the spot or – or you better get yeah, that quick grab. Like, <laughs> or, or get ready to tackle him. Any big, any, any hard tackle. Right, yeah. Not, not easy to tackle. It's not like, oh, as soon as he catches, like, I just got to get him down. No, he's still 6'5", 225, mm-hmm. and trying to get somewhere you're not trying to let him go. No yep. question. And okay. so he was he was there all time because he presented every issue. He's quick, fast, big, strong, great hands. Catch at the high point. Like, the one thing I would not do, Pat, and I, I, I hopefully rocking them. I'm sure rocking them didn't even present this to y'all, but our <laughs> coaches presented it to us when we played them in 2012 in Detroit. When, when uh, I think it was Philly, put the vice thing, yeah, uh, in the red zone, in the red, in the zone. red. Oh, man. Yeah. boy, they must have showed that and said to me and Brandon Browner, and was like, hey, we might do this if we get. In. I said, well, we walked out the meeting like, hey, y'all, y'all put put somebody else in there. <laughs> what I said, Pat, did I yeah. say the same? <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Pat said the same thing. They was asking Pat to do that. Pat like, I'm not doing that. I'm not right. doing that. Like, that ain't, he better beat me. Like, if he exactly. beat me, respect, tip of the hat. But yeah. y'all ain't putting me out there like that. Right. That's, that's like being right. a part of a motorcycle club and having training wheels on. Like, right. Y'all ain't gonna do me like that. Damn, it's so crazy that you saying everything that I said in previous episodes, dog. <laughs> Every single thing, bro. Because we, you said we it was, built that, the same. We that was Ray Orton? Well, Ray Orton tried to get you to get some help or something like that, yeah, right? Yeah, he tried to put me in carry Road. I said, what, huh? I, although I know it's my second year, but ain't nobody covering like me. Like, Thank like, you. like Sherm said, you looking at you looking at the film. I think they uh, they had just uh, beat Dallas when he caught the ball over like five people. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm In like, Dallas, I remember that I game. Said, man, no disrespect to those guys, but they ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> like, let me check. Man, if he beat me. All right, then we can then we can talk. You know, then right. we can you know you know regroup, come up with a different plan. But hell, let me go out there and strap first. Let me see right. what I got. Right. Y'all ain't gonna just hey, cause y'all kind of making me feel like a way. Like y'all ain't right. believing in me like that. Yeah. Exactly. Like y'all, y'all ain't that y'all showing me y'all ain't got no trust in me. Right. <laughs> and then I'm like, I'm like, I'm six three. This is literally, I'm Taylor May built for him. No exactly. question. Like. And you especially. I run 4-2. I'm 6'2", 220. Right. Who else? Right. Yeah. <laughs> hey, y'all know how sometimes coaches get get, get afraid sometimes. Yeah, y'all do that. Like, they actually play. 
It's no question. <laughs> like, they actually got to put on some cleats. Boy, Super Bowl time, they be like this. Speakers, oh, boy. No question. no question. Be sitting there yeah. like, bro, y'all trying to make up plays today. Bro, that's how Cam got hurt in the, before we played the Patriots. Bro, Cam was healthy on Saturday morning. Mm. We are in a Saturday walkthrough practice mm. before Super Bowl against the Patriots. We are in the goal line. Corners get out. All safeties. And they always split Gronk out and the other tight end. It used to be yeah. Hernandez, but they, you know, Hernandez gone. Mm -hmm. But they always get to the goal line. Bomb. They going 21. Split them out. Mm -hmm. And Cam got to go out there and guard Gronk. All right. Cam, come on now. Handle it. You're all pro. Make it happen. So instead of the coaches just trusting Cam is an all pro and he can get it done. They decide, hey, we got to buzz out Malcolm Smith under the sling mm. so that Cam only has to guard the fade. The fade. Mm. So they wanted to kind of speed run through it real quick on a Saturday. And this is Saturday. This is Saturday. Yeah. So they speed walk through it. Malcolm is buzzing like a buzz defender should, looking at the quarterback. Yep. Cam is guarding it like he should. Mm. Runs into Cam's knee, tears his MCL. Are you uh, serious? Yep. That's how that happened? That's how that happened. Damn. Boy, when you talk about we was ready to fight every one of them coaches because we told them it was stupid before they did it. Yes. And then they did it, and, and that happened. You're like, like, what the, bruh. The day like, before told the you. game. The day yes. before the game. So Cam is sitting there, game ready, laser, like everything, every anti-inflammatory you could take the night before, and then plays in the Super Bowl, plays the whole game. Yeah, but wow. wasn't himself. No, hell no, he wasn't yeah. himself. He's a grade two MCL tier. Like, he should have been played. out six to eight. Wow. Damn. Man, Coaches crazy. do that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Man, that yeah. Saturday, that's hey, that crazy. Saturday walkthrough, you're supposed to be out there in some Crocs. Right. Like, <laughs> like we chilling. We just literally walking through everything. And right. usually we are. But they yes. decided to do that. And it was just like, bro, like, like back to they getting like this. And it's yeah. like, bro, this, this does not make sense. Nah. Like, he's a good player. We good players, bro. Like, yeah. trust. This ain't, like, trust us. Yeah. yeah. And y'all got to that point doing it a certain way with the same guys. Right. Trust And me. at that point, it ain't even like we young. Like, we just won a Super Bowl last year. Oh, yeah. We, we established. Like, y'all just, like just cooked the Broncos. Heavy. Right. <laughs> like, so, well, matter of fact, y'all just scored again. <laughs> Boy, talking about cooking. <laughs> Mercy Percy just took another one back. Percy I just took another one back. Man, y'all still scoring on the Broncos. So, man, that's a, that's a, I didn't know that. Saturday walkthrough, speed man, up. Hurt. Oh man! Nah. Favorite, favorite Marshawn Lynch story. Shit, so many of them. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man! First off, Marshawn is a one of a kind human being. I yeah. don't know if y'all met him or ran into him or had a conversation yeah. with him, but he does not change. He does not like. Hey, I'm gonna change how I talk when I'm talking to Pat or when I'm talking to Bruce Arians or when I'm talking to Pete Carroll or President. Obama, like, I'm not, like, he gonna talk exactly the same to everybody. I'm gonna be exactly the same. I'm a, if I like something, I'm gonna say I like it. If I don't mess with it, it's gonna be clear. I don't mm -hmm. mess with it. If I think you fake, I'm calling you fake. Yeah. Like, and so, Marshawn, like, Pete and Marshawn's relationship was cool, but I'm always pretty sure Pete was a little scared of Marshawn. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. truly scared sure. of Marshawn because they couldn't really <laughs> control him. And so every every game, you know, Pete kind of like hypes everybody up and hypes everybody, but then he'd get around to Marshawn and he like 
be hype and happy. And Marshawn don't like early game. He kind of just be like standoffish and just like get himself ready, throw up before the game, like getting himself mind right. And he don't talk to nobody. So Pete just kind of <laughs> it'd be hilarious because you just see him hype and like, yeah, yeah, with everybody. Then he gets the shot and he's just like, you ready? <laughs> and you're, like, you're like, yeah, you better not be. You better not mess with him. And then even when Sean makes like huge plays, you know what I mean? Pete's usually on the field, the first one to slap yeah. everybody's head. When you see Sean make a big play, like Pete's like, he don't know what to do. Like, he don't know right. what to celebrate with him. He's like, is he going to celebrate with me? I don't want to look stupid on national TV. Like, right. great job. Like, <laughs> oh, man. But he's a he's a great human being, man. He's one of the – he's like the chillest person on a, on a game day that I've ever played with. Like, you, you if you got in a game with him and, and you wouldn't know you're in a Super Bowl, NFC Championship, preseason game, like, he chilling. Same all the time. You, yeah. he, he, you handing the ball, he going to tote it. Oh yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, I should have handed him the ball on that goal line. Okay, all right, all right, now, all right, now. All right, now. <laughs> There's the Patriots. What was going? That was. That oh was. man. Hey, Sherm, I saw your face on the sideline. <laughs> what all the face to make? <laughs> oh, that, that's a face about... of disbelief. Oh, and disappointment. <laughs> I said, oh, wait a minute, sure, wait you a have, minute. You supposed to have two rings right now. Yes, supposed sir. to have three. Yeah, you supposed to have three. Oh yeah, throwing for a different day. Yep. We're gonna talk about that. We're gonna let that one. We're gonna talk about yeah, let, let, let that one. Let that one. No question. That's too, that's too, it's too soon. Yeah. 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 You're right. You're right. But the last one before we let you go, Sharon, what was the best part about being a Madden cover athlete? Well, it's just kind of cool to, to, to see, you know, Ray had got it. Troy had kind of got it with, with Larry. Yeah. But it just wasn't no defensive players getting it. You know, we yeah. never get the respect. You never get the love. You never get the like, the hype. And a claim that the offensive players do, no matter if you like top of the game or not, you know. And it's just like the Heisman in college. Like you sitting there, like when Tyron should have won it, or you know what I mean? Like mm. it's like every couple of years you see a defensive player, you're like, man, he should win the Heisman this year. And you're like, yeah. he's not, because he's not touching the ball every play. And it's it's yeah. not exciting, you know. He's boy ain't gonna get a pick every game, you know, yeah. a punt return every game. But it was really cool because it felt like defensive players were finally getting the love and respect they de- deserve. And I got to beat Cam. I got to beat Killer to do it. Yep. Yeah. And, and I still remember at the combine. Killer was the nicest dude in the world at the combine, man. He he, he did a great job at the combine. And, and like you said, our 2011 class is the most legendary class. Yeah, I agree. And they got to respect it. Like, I agree. I agree. If Alden, what? Oh, oh, oh my, my goodness. Ooh. You talk about special? Mm. Listen, mm. Sherm, I'm glad you met. I tell people this all the time. Alden Smith, if you look at all the guys defensively, pass rushers that was in that draft, Alden Smith Hands was down. his trajectory was going to a whole nother Hands place. Down. Right. Special. Right. And you got Vaughn in that class. You yeah. got you got Watt. AJ. Yeah, you got some special you got, guys who know. You got Robert Quinn. You got Quinn. Yeah. Robert Quinn, Casey Hayward. He, he ain't a pass rusher, but he he get to the quarterback. Oh, he gets to the quarterback. Listen, <laughs> Alden Smith, I think, just pure, just ha- having the it factor, he was going to be one of the best to ever do it. No question. Yeah, yeah and yeah, we and we both got to see him twice a year. Yeah, y'all saw him right. twice. Yes. Ryan Kerrigan, Cam Jordan. Yes. I mean, you got some go-getters that can go oh, get yes. the quarterback in your draft. But right. Alden Smith? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, he was different, man. 
Yeah. And then you go, you go Julio AJ. Young oh, Baldwin's in the class. Yeah. Um, who am I missing? Randall Cobb. Yep. Um, then uh, O line, you got Tyron Smith. You got Jason Kelsey. Jason, yep, Jason. <laughs> that, that 2011 class stack. I, yeah, I got my vote. You got yeah. me, Pat, Chris Harris Jr. Yep. I mean, it's not about just the quality, you got quantity. Yes. Right. It's deep. Y'all deep. Because you know, mm-hmm. Baldwin was late. You sure you was what fourth, fifth round, if I'm not yep. mistaken. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So on the back end, Doug was Doug guys. was undrafted. Yeah, yeah Doug, Doug I'm sorry, undrafted. Doug was undrafted. Yes. Yeah. Damn sure was. Man. Chris Harris was undrafted. Chris, oh my yep. goodness. 2011, man. I it, it, only in due time, because of course, you know, the way how people measure draft classes is based on gold all the jackets. Fame. Yeah, gold right. jackets. So in a matter you, of time. Look, look, if you go by, if you go by the, just the top 10, the, the right. way they were drafted, maybe top 15, yeah. it's probably six in there. Oh, no question. AJ yeah. Green is probably going to get in. Julio, Pat, Tyron. Um, what do you think about Cam? You think Cam get in? That's Cam what I was do? just about to say. But like, like, it, like I was telling people, and people get mad because this Stafford thing went way out of hand, but if you put him in, Cam and Matt Ryan are like automatics because they got MVPs. Right. Facts. At they one were, point, they, they were, the were considered the best. best. Right. In the game. And there was no argument. You couldn't really when debate and say, no, they shouldn't. Mm-hmm. They actually dominated when they both got No doubt about it. Right. And, and they dominated at a time that Peyton was playing and mm-hmm. Rodgers was still playing. Tom Brady's still uh-huh. playing. And yeah. they got Drew Brees. Drew Brees. Yeah. Like, and they're the MVP of the league. Like, there it is. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So, so I think he will get a chance. Cam Jordan got a, got a hell of a case. Yeah, Cam Jordan um, probably going to get in. Cam yeah. Hayward probably going to get Hayward in. Got a, if, if it wasn't for AD, AJ. Cam Hayward would be freaking considered AD. But facts AD is in a different crazy. system also, because I know right. that system in Pittsburgh, the defense alignment are not called to be disruptors all the time. Right. right. And he's still doing numbers. And, and of we, course, we, you know, what going to get in. Right. We did all yeah. this without mentioning JJ. Yeah. Well, yep. you know, what going to get in. Like, yeah, right. Definitely getting in. Vaughn Miller. Vaughn. Like, what hey, are we talking uh, about? Hey, yeah. hit us in the comments for all you guys watching us on YouTube. If you think 2011 is the best. Tip your hat to to these guys. If you don't, let us know who you who you who you would and, consider. And don't use no class that already got Hall of Famers in. We don't want to hear about that. Oh, you, you know they, they gonna go to that. They gonna go. Sherm, you know they gonna go to that. You can't go to that because we ain't got a chance at that yet. Right. They going straight to eighty seven, <laughs> eighty eight, whatever year that was. Eighty four, eighty five. Well, I can yeah. tell you this much: we got two guys on this show right now. that's gonna get in. Well, I appreciate sure. that. I'm gonna sure. definitely be at Pat ceremony. See what he's yeah. saying. It'd be dope. It'd be dope <laughs> if y'all can get in together. See if he say something bad about me. Nah, I never that. I said, I said Pat, no, I'm in the stands now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, sir, man, I appreciate you coming on the no show, doubt. man. No man, doubt. I appreciate you, dog. Real talk, man. And I wish you nothing but success. And uh, also, Mac, he's getting, what you uh, what's your son's name? Is Raiden. he junior? No, 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 no. I didn't do the junior. I okay. So what, yeah, my man, he, we, got a, we got a future cornerback on our hands, Mac. We got to keep an eye on, uh, an eye on him. Let's get him down to Florida State, sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it, it's it's the, something about that heat that just don't do well with my whole system. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that time of heat had you cooking. Boy, we, we got to December and it was still 85. And I said, oh, how are y'all living like this? <laughs> hey, no, bro, he'll be fine. He, he, we, Tallahassee is not as hot as Tampa. 
Where, where, where are you from, Pat? Pompano. Pompano Beach. It's hot down there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, I, I had a different kind of respect from for all y'all after being down there. I said, oh, these boys, I'm in the NFL and I'm still about to die right now. And they were in high school with no AC, no nothing. No just... good facilities. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. But hey, Sherman, man, appreciate you. Like Pat said, man, best of luck with all your endeavors. Can't wait to see you on Amazon Prime doing what you do. And also, too, I'm going to throw it out here right now for the into the world out to manifest in December. Let's see who could give Sherman that call. Let's see what happens. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Look, if I, if I get that call, I'm coming back on the show. Hey, and we'll talk it. about yes, sir. it. Yes, sir. I love it. Yes, sir. Be safe, Sherm. Yes, sir. Right, Sherm. Appreciate y'all. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.